I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, we're prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right. Welcome to yet another episode of Horrible Decisions. I left out the motherfucking, but here I go, adding the motherfucking horrible decisions. Um, I'm your girl, Mandy V, a.k.a. Pet the Stallion, a.k.a. Dead Bitch. Hi, I'm Wheezy. Thank you so much for listening today. Welcome back to another episode. It'll be good vibes and pretty girls if you can see us on YouTube. You know what I mean? I'm excited because we are joined today with another guest. And I actually have been seeing so much of you lately, mm. um, just on my timeline. And I've actually reposted a few of the flyers i know michelle hope has been out um mistress marley has been out yes um i have another friend i ain't gonna say her name yet because she's gonna come on here but i just i've been seeing so much going on guys if you don't know what i'm talking about we are joined today by sx noir yes she is a woman focused on sex and text so that's kind of what we're going to talk about but she's been the thought leader which i want to talk about what the fuck a thought leader is but she's been the thought leader i thought that was us (laughs) <laughs> no, but when I listened to y'all's episode, I really was like, this is a hell of a combination. You know what I mean? really are thought leaders. I've, I've really seen you. Yes. I can specifically remember you hosting a conversation with Liz Goldwyn and Erica Lust at the Wing. Yeah. And then I feel like I've seen you in other places that weren't sex-related. I feel like I've seen you somewhere. Well, yeah, well, thought leaders are everywhere. Like, who say that? Model looking so, say that. Hoes be everywhere, But actually. to be honest, like, whenever I see, like, really, like, tall and pretty black girls, I'm like, oh, my God. Are you on TV? <laughs> Um, yeah, they both came up to my boobs. Don't do that. So mind <laughs> you, we're taking we're position. taking the picture with SX Noir. She's like, y'all are so why, little. I felt like you little shamed us. I kind of did. I'm like a good six three today though, so that's okay. But are you five? Well, oh, I'm you're... I'm normally six foot, but I'm always like in a good three inch. The size of my niggas. <laughs> are you? <laughs> are you? Right? Are you a heightist? Am I what? Are you a heightist? Absolutely not. I believe really? the height is in the heart and not. In okay, the height is in the heart. That's some bullshit. No, I'm like you know me too. Like that's <laughs> that was real cute. Do you get okay? Do you get annoyed when guys like want to fuck you because you're so tall? Um, I would never be annoyed with someone wanting to fuck me. I would just be annoyed with how, like, the process of which they approached me to fuck me. Can you fetishize a height? Because I do. I love my, I have a Thor fetish, like, um, blonde hair, blue eyed, blonde, like, just blonde throughout, if you know what I mean. And just very tall. (laughs) 
Like really? six, over six five, yeah. Oof. Same. I'm waiting. Actually, I'm looking and for I'm a DM. Oh, okay. Here we go. So um, I got a DM while we're talking about height. Apparently, we height shame the boys a little too often on here. And I got a DM. Really? Let me read the DM because it's quite hilarious. And y'all let me know if he was triggered or not. But just don't be shitting on short guys, though. He you just kind of, he started it with butt? This is literally how it started. And I reposted it on my, my Instagram. Mind you, this was at 9.51 a.m. But... <laughs> Just don't be shitting on short guys, though. You've kind of stopped, but I almost stopped listening the way you were always shitting on short guys as if we had no value. Personally, though, it didn't affect me, but I'm sure some niggas are very insecure about it. Still fucking love you guys. I will send you guys an email of something. I need advice in my otherwise very happy marriage. What the fuck? <laughs> Nigga, what? I need ten dollars just to read that. Nigga, look. Here we go. Talk your motherfucking shit. You know... Literally, I, feel like I love short guys. I, do I don't, you? I didn't say love, I love but it. I don't. <laughs> I love every. I love it. So I will. Here's something I love more than height, and it's money. And see, I just feel like see. that package doesn't need to come. Like, sure, there's a lot of rich, tall niggas out there, but I don't watch basketball. I don't know the statistics. What I know is a lot of the richest niggas I've ever met are some of the smallest. Yeah. And they spend just a they lot are. of it. They are. You know, the sugar daddy that I had, the one that got me that apartment and helped me invest in stocks, he was a mere five six, and I swear to oh, God, Jesus. I didn't even see it anymore. Same size in I bed, baby. That's all that matters. No, no, no. I Whoa. He was five eight. That's right. When you're laying down, you height doesn't really matter. It just That's didn't I, I couldn't I didn't even think about it. My nigga is six eight. I'm five one, bitch. We are not the same in in bed. Oh, I can't wait to bring him to the dungeon. I by mean, the way. I'll tell you right now. When it's in <laughs> me, now, <laughs> even if it's not about the money thing, I don't really care about height too much. I mean, obviously, like tall, a tall guy would be great. Like, there's this thing of well, I was feeling safe. We could say if, like someone's towering over us. Like, I get the appeal. And the alert I literally that. said that. No, but I said that. I think what? there's some psychology in it. Like, I, I no, actually, I think that most women feel like anyone bigger, and height is normally what it is, right? If you, you get a big guy, oh, I was just thing. gonna bring it to daddy issues. My daddy is short. I don't like that nigga, so I don't want nobody <laughs> short like my daddy. I feel like I don't like <laughs> short dudes because the shortest guy I've ever dated was the most emotional emotionally abusive mm. and i felt like maybe he, his mom told me though he's like he got napoleon complex what y'all think about Tory lane duh short nigga complex that's oh, what sure. it is and like oh that is a story yeah, that's a whole nother thing that's which, a whole uh, yeah we're not gonna get into that we, i am we, y'all so, didn't hurt enough y'all we, we didn't hurt really it. tried it we didn't to hurt make enough this girl it. post her bullet wounds <laughs> because she's a liar are you kidding dog i if only the nerve of people after i've been through something traumatic to fucking attack me and make me feel like i have to post my bullet wounds that shit made me want to erase the internet i didn't but I really feel like it's it's made us feel like we need to know every fucking thing. I had okay. someone told me my nigga wasn't real because I didn't post him. And I was like, what? Like, it's so weird. Right. Or if we don't flaunt our money, we don't have any. Everybody on the internet is attractive and rich. Nobody on the internet is broke. That is Bats. what their Instagram will tell you. Well, one thing I know, if I go through some shit where y'all find out I got shot from TMZ and then I have to confirm it by posting a bullet wound, y'all are fucked up. Trash is fucked so up. I wanted to get back to SX Noir. What is a thought leader? 
Oh, what is a thought leader? Um, so a thought leader is a T-H-O-T leader. Um, <laughs> and just to emphasize, because I often, I don't really like the academia um, Of world. that whole over there? Oh. Well, like, no, no, no. As in, like, the idea, like, um, I was applying to, like, speak at CES next year. And it was like, well, how do you, what, how are you a thought leader? CES? How are you a, yeah. Okay. Um, how are you a thought leader in your space? Like, T-H-O, you, you know, how you spell. Right. <laughs> I can't even spell the real word thought. But, um, and, and so it's, like it's this idea. Now right, right. It's like this idea that, you know, you are a futurist, you are leading conversations. Um, and then incorporating the thought is just saying, you know, I am a black woman. Um, I am a thought. You know, I am that hoe over there. And I'm also in the room and I'm also leading the conversation. And so, I love it. Yeah, a thought leader is someone who champions sex positivity, sex worker. Oh, we definitely thought leaders. That's very interesting yeah. because CES has been known to allow people to. So, if you guys don't know what that is, it's mm-hmm. a tech conference is one of the biggest in the world it's hosted in vegas normally i've tried to get tickets i I guess i didn't fuck the geekiest niggas because like (laughs) it's expensive but one of my favorite things i've seen in ces is a alarm clock mat where you have to step on it you have to get out of the bed to make it stop going off because we always press the button but they do have like Mm -hmm. every convention i've seen the sexiest little bitches showing shit off they got sex toy things there like so how is it that i'm too Thoughty to speak, but y'all got these bitches with their nipples out in Vegas. Because this was this what was this the conference in which they removed you? I, I saw that. Um, I saw that. Right. You did so this get- is um, well. This is Laura DiCarlo. So Laura DiCarlo is a um, a sex uh, robot company um, right. that was denied basically their award because they were um, a sex technology, um, and so we found that to be very you know sexist and just kind of not very sex negative. Um, and so they fought for the award and they won it. Um, and so this year we were just hoping to bring more sex positive conversations in the right. technology realm because in reality um, it's pretty much a white cis heterosexual dominated area which um, can tech, be inherently yeah, yeah. Well, can, um, tech and CES yeah, so which can just be inherently sex negative can I be honest with you working in tech it was all Indian niggas Mm. I loved the fact oh, that yeah. every time we got into a Benson just beat his chest behind the camera <laughs> every time I got into a conversation that was heavy engineering you know what let's get and I'm like here it goes let's <laughs> here it goes. get Mr. Patalin and every fucking time it's like there was a white guy selling it but the fucking brains behind mm-hmm. it was always brown people it was either some African niggas or Indian it's mm-hmm. so crazy because I had like a, a different experience in accounting and it sucks um, in accounting we outsourced a lot of our um, work to India because it was working for way less than us and so we sent GDS which is like our team in India we sent them a lot of the work because our, as as us having a budget for the clients and what we could charge them for taxes yeah we got a lot more work done for less um with our indian partners <laughs> so yeah it was a little different we knew they get paid fucking bank dude like but that's the thing that's interesting is like it is very white presenting like mm-hmm. you think about silicon valley they did have an indian guy in the show but you think about indian you know silicon valley on hbo and just like mark zuckerberg and all this shit but the brains behind this operation ain't exactly what you think it is it's like right. way more broad than that and a lot of leading innovations are coming out of Africa I mean there's a lot of shit going on even what we're seeing with like solar power with fucking Akon and shit and so to know that you can't get my black ass up there to talk about a little sex and tech 
You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I love what you do. And we're going to focus more in the horrible decision on sex and tech. Instead of um, the vanilla shit, I did want to do a quick icebreaker with you because <laughs> yeah. I know you, I, we're going to be kind of educational. And I know you yeah. were like, oh, I want to be a thought leader. I want to be nasty. I want to so, be nasty. You know what I mean? Decision. Well, I need you to share as well some of your <laughs> Maybe nasty you can stories. Maybe share a good, like, ho confession. Yeah, I would love that. Oh, my Lord. So our icebreaker, we're going to do this or that. Okay, it's only three questions, but I like to know kind of where you are on this little um, spectrum. Okay, so would you rather and Weezy, I would like to know your answer as well. Would you rather only have anal sex for a year or only have oral sex for a year? Oh, my God. I don't want either one of those. Well, uh, you have to pick one, bitch. This or that. Like Coke or Pepsi. Like you got to pick one. Oh, my God. Only anal or only oral? I really hate giving oral. Do I have to give it or get it? Either way. You hate giving? Yeah, I, yeah, I wait, hate, I hate. Your what kind of later? Wait, right, look, the one that does yeah. what she wants. I fucking hate sucking dick. Password Cuddy too. Wait, why do you hate sucking dick? I don't hate it, but I'm just like, literally, it's just, it's just, it's earned. It's a very earned thing. And, and like, you know what's crazy? I feel like it's a part of every time I have sex. I, I gotta too. suck oh, some I, dick. Oh. Really? Look, oh, oh my you, God. You, idea. y'all, she is gagging. You want to gag right now? Really? No, so, maybe so I'll how go, do you, maybe I'll how do you go about telling? And, and so, I guess I'm just gonna mix this in because I wasn't expecting this. So, we have another icebreaker game that okay. is like a nice way to say it. Oh. What is a nice way to tell a guy you're not going to suck his dick? I've never met anyone push me to suck their dick. I've never okay. had anyone who was like, "Really, you really not going to do it?" Like, I've never in my life ever. Oh, like it's the that's I, good. like ever. Not never in my life. That's a little. Bit have much. you ever had a guy guide you down and you were like, "Ah, oh." My, oh. <laughs> The simple idea that makes me want to just... You've never had someone do that? No. You've never even had them... I know it's COVID, but like, just the back of the hand, just a little like... That would turn me off so deeply. I would just be so turned off. I would say, if anyone was like, oh, I don't want to give head, I would just be like, yeah, I'm just not super into that. That's what I would say. I'm just not into it. When's the last time you had one in your mouth? Oh, my God. I did suck dick recently. Oh, my God. She All was right. like, well. But you know what, though? But that was, I never but, get sick. But, but you know what, though? But you know what, though? That, was, that felt like an exception. And I felt like the person that I, that happened wasn't appreciative enough. Because I felt like I... Did, wait, he wasn't moaning loud enough Like, he you? wasn't just, like, appreciative of what, what, me. How, how do you know, how do you know when a nigga Thank is... A, that's, how do you know when a nigga is appreciative of you sucking a dick? Um... Just, like, how they treat you, like, outside of the bedroom. You know? Like, I want oh. you to know. Like, yeah. I don't know. You just, girl! Girl, right. Let me just tell you why. And I thought yeah. you were the emo home. This may not have anything yep. to do with you, yep. but I think that just dick sucking is so common. <laughs> I just think it's too... It's very personal. Like, for me to put your penis into my literal mouth, like, this is my mouth. Penis? Like, this is my okay, mouth. Okay, so what about the balls in the booty hole? You looking at... You know that's a no. Listen, so I'm just going to be honest with you. I have a lot of learning and growing to do. Okay, so and... look, we about to get into the education of tech soon. Cause, but you're not even sucking dick. Next question. Spit or no, lube? I'm, I am boring. Spit I'm or lube? Boring. Um, lube for sure. I love lube. Same. I love the same. I, love I literally it. keep lube now by the bed, and I've gotten these new little packets. Like me and him try all yeah, types the of packets different lubes. Are great. And Uber I do lube like. Is great. Yes, I, I like, like packets over a bottle. Too. I do. Yeah. I mean, it's not like I won't use lube. I'm just disgusting, so I like. I ain't gonna hold you. I had to I get. Like I had to get my nigga real quick. So I had the bottle of lube, and then I had my little Germex. Nigga grabbed the Germex. I said, "Sir, that's not the lube." And I was like, "That is hand sanitizer, sir. We need to now. Where's the towel?" Where's the towel? We need to wash your hands because, yeah, he like 
accidentally grabbed the hand sanitizer yeah. instead of the lube. And I was like, okay, so this may not be a good place for, but I like eating my bed and stuff like that. So yeah, I had to like, I, I literally, and I smelled it, but no, it's because, so the lube bottle is like a pour out and the, the, um, hand sanitizer is a, a, a thing like this. Mm. And I was like, all right. Um, yeah, I saw you go like that. You're, you, you that have to reminds me of Dr. Broner's. I use the peppermint one. Mm. Always. That's an Aesop and Dr. Yeah. Broner's. But you have to mix it with water. And I'm not saying that I don't read labels. <laughs> I don't care for labels usually. <laughs> However, there was an experience into where my pussy felt easy, breezy, like a cool mint Beautiful cover girl. For a very long time. It felt like... Have you guys ever seen the Game of Thrones where the guys asshole looking mouth is like and everything turns to ice so i'm like wiping my (laughs) and it was just with the loofah i didn't mix the water yet because i need the bottle to be halfway till i put the water in and it's just only on the loofah okay i put a little bit on my pussy i had to drain the fucking shot no i had to start a bathtub sit there like waving and fanning my own vagina and i'm at not my house yeah okay i'm at someone else's house and I'm going, ha ha. Yeah. Ha, ha. If, if, if I give y'all any type of tip, Ugh. dilute your shit, but also do not have hand sanitizer next to your bed if you are a lube user like myself. I took so long trying to calm my pussy down that he thought I took a shit. That's how long I took. So he was like, damn, why are you in there so long? And I was like, nothing. I just saw a little girl time. IBS. A little girl time. <laughs> little um, last one. Would you rather have a talkative sex partner or a silent sex partner? Ooh, talk, talk, talk to me, talk to me. Is that a Tory Lane song? I look at you. Oh, it sure is, y'all. She out here singing Tory Lanez. Get us, get us. Talk to me. Let me think think of what else says talk. Hurry, think of a song with talk. Talk that talk to me, yeah. Rihanna. Oh, Rihanna, yes. Oh, bitch. not the way you did Don't it, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. I was like, talk that talk, talk to me. me. Yeah. Okay, yeah, you did the kids' bop version. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this is a blonde, blue eyed nigga that'll fuck you, you up. You know, it is. So I we are, to we're gonna skip the vanilla phone. shit for this episode because I do want to get into sex work and tech um, and also yeah. talking sex work allies. So yeah. before we get there, we are gonna do our hoarder. d'oeuvre. Okay. Hors d'oeuvre, I wanted to make it still tech key. Okay. So I wanted yeah. to have everyone share their sex tip mm. on safely recording your sex acts or angles positions or how you get away with maybe filming with your partner wow you starting <laughs> so i have one y'all know what do you think my experience is with this based off our conversation i mean that's today? what i'm this saying the like, best one i'm gonna show you this one. i what? So I go ahead. Get, you give us a tip while Weezy looks so we can hear her moan. I'm um, sure. So oh, I have some. Oh. I have. I have some tips maybe for sex workers who are okay, recording yes. con, you know, recording content for them to share on that's Twitter, that's or Instagram, or things like that. Right. Always slap your logo on it or slap something that's oh. identifying on it. Please don't make it so vague that it can be just shared on Reddit throughout the masses of the Thank world you for that tip. without people. Because that is a good. It's yeah. taking a lot of OnlyFans yeah. girl stuff. They are. They are. And, and, and boys, because that's who I be and watching. And think, you know, oh, well, I don't want to be associated duh, 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 just in case. But then the reality is, like, you're building a brand and you are building association with your brand. So just, like, slap. And also, if you end up on Pornhub and you end up on Reddit and you end up on all these other blogs mm-hmm. where, unfortunately, you won't see the residual from it because people are watching it for free. If they now like the video that they come across, they can now know where to access all of your other content and you can't get money from it. So I think that that's a great tip. Absolutely. Absolutely. And Miss yeah. Be Nasty, if I'm not mistaken, 
she's one who literally said she posts her oh, Miss Bean app. Hub? She no, she has her her logo though on everything. No, that she I think posts. she yeah. has on Twitter for is sure. Is it her or Kira Jada something? One of it's either her or another girl. I can't remember her name right now. Kira Noir maybe, but they have a Pornhub section where instead of people uploading their OnlyFans, will give you a tiny little clip and then revert you to OnlyFans. Yeah. Or you can pay for it through Pornhub. Which um, I ain't gonna lie. They be doing that in porn. Um, like, y'all know how I watch gay porn. And they do this shit where they give you like a minute and a half trailer. I be trying to come real fast off me that too. minute and a half, bitch. And I get it every then time. then I be like, I be like, oh, it's the highlight. I be like, fuck, let me, let me go to this site over here and see how much they charge. Um, yeah. I be like, ooh, $1 for the first month? Let me set up a reminder to get off of it. After oh, month. I love but- a good <laughs> subscriber reminder to turn off. Shit. Yes. Uh, what, my, what, what is your tip? Mine aren't sex worker tips, but I was going to talk about lighting. I noticed it was really good from this particular point because you can't see our faces. But I just right. really love the light I did with this one. Like... <laughs> You oh know, my god, that's like cinematic. You know, she so really be doing the most. She be changing up, her shit to black and white and all that. On my counter, um, and basically like, you just take it right here and you like angle it. <gasps> oh my god, that's beautiful. Right? <laughs> and so it was just so lovely with the light right there. <gasps> And you know, the, well, did you really set that up on purpose like that? Absolutely. Uh, that looks so no good face, with the no skylight. Yeah. Because this is the thing. Um, like, internet is scary, but I've been trying my best, even in my own shit, not to really use my face, and I can only mm. use my own videos. For but some bitch, your right tattoos. Now. You got big tattoos like me now. I know, so. but it's something particular about my face. Like, I get right. I got the tattoo, but like something about the face. Like, I don't know. I just like. If someone really wanted to dig, sure, they could find out it's me, but the face is kind of scary. I don't know why. So I'm like, making sure I'm But my face is in it with this because one. So all you do, and you turn off the lights and you get just a low light in the corner to make you feel a little more comfortable. And you can't really see, like, I was real bloated this day, but you can't really tell because of lighting. You know what I'm saying? No, that's the a sound was good. Video. Now, my, oh, is it? I was going to yeah. say one more um, as far as like on the tech side. iCloud is how people's nudes get hacked. Mm-hmm. Okay. Exchanging through iMessage, exchanging through WhatsApp. You can use encryption apps, however, Telegram is one, or just airdrop it to each other and leave it on your phone, but you should not have iCloud activated. I am at risk to lose my photos all the time, but I just don't do it, or it's on my hard drive. So this right now, I keep it in my phone um, just under the photos, and then you can select to edit and hide it so that it doesn't pop up when you're showing people shit. Yeah. And uh, um, be aware that when you do airdrop, it uses your name. So um, if you're sharing with someone who does not know your actual name. Oh, good tip. Oh, good but airdropping is a Bluetooth. That's why I mentioned airdropping. Yeah, but airdropping is Bluetooth. And I would say something, something that I've done recently, and I, and I shared this. Um, I actually do enjoy recording or at least showing off on camera. Um, and so what I do is I always make sure I use my own phone. So mm. I don't allow anyone to record me on their devices. I don't want them to have access to anything that I have. And then if I do send it, I'll maybe share it on Snapchat for us to, like, you could watch what we did. But I have all of my videos on my phone. That's good. I mean, so, unless you're, like, maybe now that you have a toy for, well, boyfriend, you could, uh... Like, you could share it with them, but I totally get it. Like, yeah, like, even when we recorded, we recorded for the first time. And first off, I, he's a pro. That nigga had the angles. I was like, oh, nigga, we got to record more. And, um, <laughs> yeah, I still made sure it was on my phone and not his. So, it's a weird thing that I think, like, makes me feel safe, too. I, I don't know what it is. It makes me feel safe. Yeah. I, I like, 
as much as I love and trust you, like, I get it. Like, you'll take it on your phone sometimes. But, I mean, I've been fucking my partner for a minute. You know, he's mine, so I get it. But every time I pull out my phone, I feel better. And the dumb shit about it is, if I don't like something in it, I'm going to send you what part I like. Oh, yeah. I I crop and edit and take out, especially if I don't like what I look in one angle. Are we going to go ahead and delete that? Right. Um... But, I mean, to me, it's just kind of a safe haven to have it myself. But also, I've had a lot of partners where we enjoy sending each other videos of of us having sex. So, my fear is that you send this video to another girl you're talking to like this. And I'm someone that, you know, kind of people know. And now, a random girl has a sex video of me because you like sending off your sex videos. Yeah. And especially because I do have, like, such prevalent tattoos. Mm -hmm. Even if I don't keep my face and if it's back shots, you see the whole tag. That's if why it, you in know, case like, it leaks, you gotta make sure the cinematography. That's really right. why I feel like this is a fucked up thing to say, but I'm just like, oh, I'm about to look good in any of the shit you got in your phone because God forbid it happens to me, which to me is like one of the most disgusting things you could do to someone is expose them in that way. Right. Mm-hmm. But if it ever happens to me, niggas on Twitter are going to circulate it no matter how wrong it is. And when they do, I want them to be like, look at that beautiful O face. You know, maybe she has a little white girl huh? in there. See, oh, Jesus. All right. So before we get to this week's horrible decision, I want to let you know that this week's episode is brought to you by Dipsy. Do you need a break from your inbox or the exhausting amount of social media? It's time to prioritize a little bit of me time. Help you recharge and Dipsy can help you. Now focus on something more pleasurable than whatever is on your to-do list. I know that right now kids are back to school. You're still possibly working from home or maybe doing like a little bit of mix where you're going to work and still working remotely. So what Dipsy is, it's an audio app full of short sexy stories and guided sessions that that are designed to turn you on and help you get in touch with yourself so imagine listening to me and wheezy talk about our sexcapades but way sexier find stories about spontaneous hookups with hot strangers we done did that y'all know i ain't doing that no more because i got a little toy friend but also they have stories about like trying a new toy getting tied up all this like fun stuff so the guided sessions can help you now unlock your new confidence or heighten intimacy with your partner and this year try a new way of getting turned on with dipsy for our listeners, Dipsy is offering a 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com backslash horrible. That is D-I-P-S-E-A stories.com backslash W-H-O-R-E-I-B-L-E. That's dipsystories.com backslash horrible. Try it now and get 30 days free. Weezy, who else is our episode brought to you by? Today's episode is brought to you by the Red Panda Sock Club. What the fuck is that? Who cares about the name? It's the master investor, Ian. I've been talking about him for so long, y'all. I've been talking about stocks, making money. But all I know about money is from my sugar daddies. But now we got a damn professional, okay? He dedicates his life to the markets day and night. It's his only gig. This is what the fuck he does. Ain't no side shit. Ain't no weirdo who doesn't know what they're talking about because we have a black man who is in the know about financial literacy and he wants us all to win. Not only all of us, but specifically Horrible Decisions listeners who are going to be getting half off of his stock club. All you have to do is click the show notes. That link is going to get you half off to this stock club. Now, what do we get with this stock club? For me, I don't have time to be studying the markets. What's red, what's green, how to read a chart. I ain't got the motherfucking time, but I pay Ian to do that. He gives me the best stocks to invest in that perform in a good economy or a bad one. I don't have to do shit. 
Make him do it. You ain't got to learn nothing. Just buy these companies. And when you buy him, he's going to tell you when to sell, what price to get out in for your max profits and what price to buy into a pop in stock. You don't have to worry about these charts or buying bad companies. Let Ian help you with your future. Invest your fucking paper. Ian, if you're listening, you know I'm trying to buy this crib. So these stocks better work, bruh. And they will work. I've already received this return on 15% up. In my portfolio right now, and I am so happy to be a part of the Red Panda Stock Club. So join the link in the bio. I will see y'all in the stock group chat. Let's make this fucking money and get back to the show. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply i'm excited now um we are going to get into now sex work and tech and being a sex worker ally so i wanted to have you first define what you mean when it's Mm -hmm. sex and tech Mm -hmm. so what is it is it ai is it the robots is it me going on OnlyFans? what part of sex and tech do you focus on um and then also i want you as well to define the sex work in tech like what that mm. looks like as well yeah so i'll I'll tackle sex tech first and then i'll tackle sex work next because it's like two kind They're of two, different, two right. whole different definitions but um so when you think about sex tech it, it's a vertical and a horizontal axis and so all uh, right all right girl we when need you to go make it english though make it english i'm, I'm making it no i'm gonna make like it real simple up and down yeah 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 exactly i'm gonna make it real this is by far the simplest way that okay. i've been able Let's to go. explain it right so the vertical way is physical and digital right so okay. we all live in a physical and digital world right and the horizontal way which is like you know left to right is business health and entertainment right mm. so these and, and kind of arts and cultures also in that right so these are the different ways that it all intersects so when we think about the digital component of course we can include um, pornography ai we can include telemedicine we can include assault reporting we can include um you know all of these things that happen in digital space you know tinder online you know digital dating social media etc uh, then the physical element right so this is the robots the toys the, the pillows mm. the ancillary products right the things that um, go along with sex mm. um and so that's that's 
that's the best, quickest way to explain sex tech. So if you can imagine, it overreaches every single Everything. Act. Every single thing that we do um, comes back to sex technology. Um, and so how it incorporates with sex workers is um, most most commonly I, I incorporate the entertainment element of like, you know, um, those who are navigating the upward mobility um a financial upward mobility through digital space, right? Which right. Is, tends to be this entertainment aspect, right? So OnlyFans, um, you know, um, Sugar Baby, Sugar webcam Daddy, modeling. Finding Them on Webcam, et cetera. Um, and so that's kind of where my activism and work came into play when I realized that intersection and how underrepresented um, black women were in that space. What kind of so, tech background? What made you want to do tech stuff? Did you have um, a tech background before? No, so I did not have a technology background and you do not have to have a tech background to be in tech. Uh, you don't. Which, Say is that, what we, which is what we preach in Women of Sex. People be tech. like, what, yeah. you, what degree you got? <laughs> Nothing. I just know how to fucking work your Ethernet. Like. Well, right. And I think well, I think everyone in their own right is an expert of some form of technology. Um, to, to, yeah, my nigga says it's because I'm a millennial. Yeah, you know, we sure. I had MySpace in middle school, so I was you know, coding in fucking middle school, no, bitch, right. technically. But no bullshit, though. <laughs> like, does, the millennial yeah. age, you know, when I applied for the last job I got before, you know, we did this full time, I was chosen over someone who made a comment about how they had been studying tech for five years and blah, 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 blah. And my boss told me once we became cool, like, your background and your accolades weighed more to me than them sitting in school. Right, Because right. to me, someone who's out there in the world, experiencing it with clients, doing this work is different from school. And that's not to say that college, like, obviously, I think education is paramount, but there is something about that tangible mm-hmm. experiencing it from yourself education, which is why internships are a really big thing. Too. Yeah, I, mean, I, I busted hands- my ass on internships while I was in school, specifically because the school that I went to, when you compare it to a Fordham or Columbia or an NYU, my Lehman, which is a city university here in New York, definitely can't compare. It's a D three school, so even which when is I a shame because if you put the same hours in, yeah, which is but like so when you're going to these interviews and stuff like that, of course the school does make a difference. So the way that I had to add to that was studying abroad, having an internship, and working at you know an investment bank and the state and all yeah, of these things. I think, yeah, w- did you? do any classes and no, even if you no. No, no okay no 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 i didn't i i think i went to school for human sexuality okay uh, i went to school in london oh. for a few years of for psychology and human sexuality i was always just fascinated by sex workers by horrors by people who were yes. just these entrepreneurs who just li- they were like these superheroes you know who just flew <laughs> I mean, underground and un- un- <laughs> under the radar but you know what we're i mean we're not really like, under just, the radar but but you know keep talking but, about well, it. I think but, at that time though but in a way under the radar but not right you have these dual identities right <laughs> like you know like, you know yeah. so you have you, you're flying in the world and you have your mask on but you're flying and you're and you're free and you're changing the world and you're and you're saving people and you're giving orgasms and it's great right and i think that for me i just I went to school. I, I never loved school. I never really fit in in academia. I always just had my own thoughts. I had my own opinions. And I always uh, realized, you know, um, academia is a, is a white supremacist institution and most likely in America. Oh, you um, Dr. Umar right now. So, you won't know let the white man yeah. tell you you need a receipt. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Right. Exactly. And so when I went to school in London, I was like, okay, this is cool. This is cute. I partied a lot, modeled, did all that fun stuff. Came back to New York and I just realized, like, I really loved sex workers. I loved everything about it. I love the, the community. I love the work they did. And I realized how unprotected they were in digital space. Yes. And so I stood up um, as an activist um, 
for sex workers, an activist and an advocate, but also just I realized there was this huge gap of em- lack of empathy mm-hmm. um, in designing toward um, catering toward black people and by POCs in digital space. And I realized in, that... In what ways? And, um, you know, in the ways that, like, if you are queer and black, you're more likely to be shadow banned than someone who's queer and white. Ah, you know, in these simple gotcha. ways that, you know, no algorithm is without bias. I always say no algorithm is without bias and no orgasm is oh, without bias. Oh, I mean, bias. it's the same thing all the time. So it's the same. Girls posting pics. Yeah, flag. Kim Kardashian being able to post very scantily, you know, scantily nude. Yeah, and if someone just regular and if an actual sex worker it, did. does it, you get well deleted or removed or shot Yeah, and it's kind of just like so. I just realized like all these intersections in digital space, and just also just within entertainment and music. You know, y'all had on the City Girls, right? And I and that interview was like so amazing to me but also just so interesting right because, because they weren't who they say they are well but did they, there's they one thing are, i will say they have they ever said and i never really thought about it mm-hmm. until i realized that they it wasn't clicking like do they really talk that nasty or do they talk I, about niggas and money they do talk about which is why i mean i did want to get into that's why the flute out the niggas and money as soon as we were asking the sex questions and that's where they kind of shied away. But also with talking to you as someone who is a sex worker advocate and you saying you don't suck dick, I guess we mm. automatically think that if you a hoe or a whore, that you're this raunchy, nasty, disgusting like, being. Stallion is the one who's like riding the dick and make that motherfucker win. You know, that's but a different thing. Yeah. I think there's a lot of people in entertainment and music and just our culture period who are heavily influenced by sex workers, black sex workers, uh, the strip who club. do not fully Hello. understand the decriminalization and the need for decriminalization within the industry. Right. And I think that's the part where I get frustrated, you know. Um, it, it's just like, you know, because City Girls, to me, that's my fucking anthem. Like, that to me, right. like, that's, that's what, what I literally live But yeah. I think that the difference so, with what, what they said, yeah. how it's an anthem for us, is it's more celebrating being able to feel, and granted, their words don't sound like this, but real ass bitch give a fuck about a nigga. Let's do a little Urban Dictionary. Like, I can be a girl out here in the world making money independent, doing my own shit, and don't need to worry about your motherfucking ass because yeah. I'm doing well. Like, and But know, also, just because I make my own money, I'm independent, don't mean I can't spend yours. Which is why their not, shit is popular. Which is but, what it is. But that's that, but it's also literally just sex work rhetoric. Like, it you is. can't it ignore is. Like, it all is. of these dynamics. It is. It is. And that's kind of my point. And this is why I love to, you know, I have the Thought Leader podcast. I have my podcast where I intersect, um, I talk about the intersections of sex work, sex tech, culture, and all this shit. Because it's just like, y'all literally are talking about sex work that's you a have great a trend. point and you have i wish client. we would have brought that up but it well, like, went over. you have a client it won't but that's my point and that's why i'm here talking about it why i'm yeah. fearlessly approaching it because you know we had the biggest march in history for black sex workers say sex it workers, yes period. You know, York, right? How yes. Many people um we had about a thousand people show up that, which is um the people. largest con- this is the largest sex work specific march that's ever happened and Ooh, so congrats. part of a thank you uh so <laughs> part of you know the quote that i put out to press has said, you know, black sex workers demand the acknowledgement that we make toward contributions in technology, culture, art, feminism, fucking LGBTQIA rights, you know, everything. Like, we lead the world's liberation as far as freedom, as far as, you know, um, just human rights, civil rights. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I, I like to joke, you know, I'm Malcolm SX Noir. Like, I don't fucking play. <laughs> you know, I feel like there's right. no, you know, liberation um, comes at a fearlessness to approach real concepts, which is sex workers' real and so while I, I i love city girls and um there's no shade to city girls but it's like meg the stallion cardi b all of these you know feminist rappers like you were speaking on they need to acknowledge 
and demand that the world acknowledges that sex workers this is what we need. These are the rights that we need. Right. This is a political act. You I know? will say something that I did like about Cardi so, specifically. I think Cardi does. Cardi definitely she does. And she brings people like she, you know, she was dancing at Starless and when Cardi's I was, when a I was sex bartending worker. there. And yes, Cardi's for a sex sure. Worker. And spoke on it and definitely. But she did. She to did it. do a little bit of had a little horophobia. Mm-hmm. Um, and mind you, we've all had it on this show. I remember you were like the feet pick thing, me with the sugar daddy thing. Like we all have had it. And I think that I, I want to say that we've all have had it just to sh- emphasize and show we've had our moments and we've got to grow from them. Right. And I remember she used to say, well, I was never fucking like she made a big point to tell you some of those girls were fucking in the club. I was never fucking. But then it changed her. Her tune changed. And I appreciate that it changed because over time she was like, fuck it. We all in the same lane. Right. Right. You know, I mean, to me, it really is like I can't say and that, and I don't know who brought it up on our show or maybe if I heard it somewhere else like the street walker versus the escort and maybe it was Ali X at Triple X. She was talking about how like street walkers like people talk shit about them and act like they're better but it's like you still show up to someone like y'all are still fucking some right, women yeah. have different access maybe they can't be online maybe they're homeless like we don't fucking know but we're still fucking for money whether mine's a higher dollar yours a lower dollar like I want, which I, is a great point to bring up uh-oh. what is sex work yes I, oh look at you so now you you, you doing the show you running the show no, now no Mandy I'm backing down do I'm it. not doing the show do the show man <laughs> no but so Mandy and I we did like this no we did this uh, we did this like discussion or something at NSFW. Uh, yes. And Mandy is just so Mandy and I'm just so me. And I was just like, listen, Mandy, please take charge. Like for one, like just, I would love to not have to direct and, oh, you, you know, no, we, it was just like a black, like Black Lives Matter conversation or something. And like, it was virtual, but Mandy was just leading and I was like, thank no, you. Yeah, like, but you, you know, I was talking a little, but also no, I ended great. up getting a little snappy because a guy had pretty much was like, well, what makes you yeah. even know what you're talking about or right. something like this? And I had to be like, sir, just so you know, like, I am actually I am that bitch. I, I am right? that bitch. Like, and I, and I ran it down. Mandy being Mandy. No, I did. And, um, yeah, so now I'm, I'm not going to take lead here because we have you on our show but can you like kind of go into what sex work is um and what you would have said had i not been mandy b that night um absolutely so um sex work uh i like to talk about it in the political aspect we, we like to talk about it like as the sex trade um so the sex trade embodies many things i'm not going to get vertical or horizontal with y'all <laughs> but i'll keep it simple so the sex trade encompasses three aspects of how someone could come into trading sex okay let's um, see let's see where adam fell so <laughs> okay so it's we have circumstance we have choice and we have coercion um Mm. so the reason why we talk about the sex trade in this way is because it embodies the conversation of sex trafficking Mm. which all sex workers are against sex trafficking no sex worker wants sex trafficking no one wants sex trafficking right so when we talk about the sex trade and we embody the conversation of coercion we can obviously understand all the many aspects into which coercion can play into trading sex yes um but we also can understand um choice which is what we're all fighting for. And we also can understand circumstance. And so circumstance is the conversation I just had yeah. with Glamazon Taomi, by the way, yes, exactly. because yeah. to me, um, I, I put that as a reason. I mean, I talk about on this podcast why I was single for so long mm-hmm. and I bring up the fact that I was dependent financially on men mm-hmm. and I wasn't going to have a relationship mm-hmm. with 
someone and still feel like I needed financial help Absolutely. from other people. And so it's funny because this came out, someone responded on Twitter um, to the City Girls interview and was like, mm-hmm. oh, um, City Girls are hoes because they grew up in the projects. It was like, oh, but you, these sluts talking about Weezy and I as hosts are just sluts from the suburbs that just want to suck dick. Mm-hmm. And I responded because I did take offense to it because I feel like in the way that I was introduced to sex work in mm-hmm. which I did have these partners that was financially taking care of me, I feel like it was a means of survival. I yeah. used my pussy as a means of survival. Absolutely. And that's what kind of this is what we've talked about and and so i'm not going to bring up capitalist coercion because we only have a certain amount of time today right but um you know i will bring up circumstance and so circumstance you know this is the classic trope of the stripper stripping to pay for school this is the classic trope of paying you know doing sex work to have a source of upward mobility that the world seems palatable so this can be through healthcare, etc etc but we understand under capitalism the reason why we don't have these resources is because our government isn't meeting them so our circumstance is brought by capitalism right so we can absolutely acknowledge that we don't have healthcare, we don't have dental care right you'll turn a trick to get a root canal i best believe you will (laughs) right so the um, price of Invisalign. You see? Yeah. So, you know, circumstance choice and coercion are absolutely all things that take place um, in in the sex trade. And this also helps us understand how this is also criminalized as well. Mm. And the cycle of criminalization that happens within sex. Yo, trade. y'all see how smart so, she is? Yeah. So, this you know, I was on a panel where I was so, sounding like this and she was sounding like this. So we love, so we love to say sex work. <laughs> but yes. in, in the activism sense and also like when you're just kind of explaining someone who's bringing, well, what about trafficking? The sex trade embodies so much more of the conversation and so right. many ways that you can be you can be navigating the sex because trade. generally yep. in the sex trade with as mm-hmm. far as it comes to trafficking mm-hmm. the stories that we read about mm-hmm. women dying trans women getting mm-hmm. murdered things like that it is generally from a trafficking standpoint someone mm-hmm. meeting someone that led them into this way and then bam yeah their life's at risk we because can, yeah they're not taking i think with choice and circumstance people are using a lot of different avenues Instead of resulting to what someone told you to do. And that's how you get coerced and start being a little more unsafe when it comes to choice. Yeah. Like, I feel like there's a lot more access we have to either, especially with choice, right? Because you're going to research that you want to do this job and try to keep yourself safe as much as you can and take a little more, like, effort into figuring out how to do this. With sex trafficking, I think that is one of the most powerless sex working options you could have yeah like, sex trafficking isn't sex work you know and I, yeah. I also like sex what you do sex trafficking sex trafficking i'll say that but it is really no no according no, 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 no. to no 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 no, 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 no. no. i'm talking about when you're booked all of that shit when that's on you're fucking if when you we, google someone and get a background check you're going to see sex work no matter if they were sex trafficked or not you know how hard it is to get that shit removed yeah. i've been a part of so wait, many conversations you, you, go ahead wait go no, ahead it's just one i'm not the, saying one I'm of the biggest no one of the biggest violence that we have in our community is people saying that sex trafficking is sex work sex trafficking in no form way capacity is sex work it's just it's so not, different but what i'm saying is people are having this terrible thing follow them into their regular life right so when we talk about that them. right so when we, and this is the, this is a great point exactly because when we decriminalize sex work, we are fighting sex trafficking. And that's exactly what you're speaking exactly. about. So when we're decriminalizing these aspects that are crim- like follow you, like as in a record um, that can p- reduce you from getting housing, education, health care, et cetera. Right. That's, yeah, that's the process. Can I, ask, can I ask that? you? Imagine a 16-year-old yeah. being caught for prostitution. Can I, it's right. on her record. And now I can't get a fucking job because I have to explain to you right. why this happened. Well, outside, this of, outside of the young ages, yeah. um, and we know 
sex work to be of of course like what's going on and what we're seeing Mm -hmm. how does how does sex trafficking differ from being pimped or is it the same thing or choosing a pimp and this is not when you're underage i'm talking about grown women who decide that they are going to give their money to Mm -hmm. their pimp yeah, so again, there's many different reasons why you would navigate the sex trade, and we also have to right. understand the criminalized aspect of navigating the sex trade. Mm-hmm. So there are some who feel more safe and comfortable with someone else who can help facilitate their sex trading. Gotcha. Um, and so obviously, um, you know, the concept of a pimp has a very negative connotation, which I, we can um, historically understand so. But the idea that some people may need... Right. So, I think so, it's a woman. Um, well, it's just, yeah, madam's more glorified, and there's all these different words that associate with pimp that are just historically just Pimp negative slap. and black and yeah. just kind of this really just rooted in violence really right but the, the idea that um someone could want someone else to help them facilitate work is not a crazy idea the reality is that because it's so criminalized and because it's an informal aspect of labor because it's pushed under doors it's pushed underground it has so much stigma and shame people can people navigate it in so many different ways and so when we talk about the sex trade yes coercion can be one of them can be one reason and one aspect of how you're not trading sex i mean um, one so, of the biggest examples in pop culture mm-hmm. and some and is a uh, centoya brown of course like mm. you know we watched what happened to her and people feeling like it's just crazy to me because when that documentary came out i cannot even imagine how fucked up like i don't care in which way she killed him like do you know how much trauma has to go for a girl that age to go home with someone and know she needs to survive. Like, there's just so much judgment when it comes to that. And she's yeah. labeled as a prostitute well, at fucking 15. Yeah, you know, and, and this is what we talk about when we talk about, and like, so, you know, I've been doing all these political actions and Black Lives Matter movement, et cetera, right? And really just standing up for sex workers for the, in the Black Lives Matter movement because you all forget we have to survive under capitalism. And there's so many ways that we have to, like, being trans, you know, mm-hmm. not having, you know, employment opportunities, not having housing opportunities. This is an anti-poverty issue. Decriminalizing sex work is an anti-poverty issue. Right. Because we're talking about sex, like we're also talking about all forms of informal labor and street labor. We're talking about the woman who sells churros. We're talking about the woman who's who's selling masks on the street. We're talking about all those people who are in vulnerable and compromisable working conditions. And this is what we're fighting against. You know, Jessica Ramos is a state senate spoke at our sex worker liberation march. Um, and you know, she's the the chair of labor. And this is a everyone deserves to have a working, healthy working condition. Everyone deserves. And that. I see that's the, not a privilege. That's a, a lot right. of your conversation too does go into. So I know you talk about mm-hmm. SESTA, FOSTA, and everything yeah. going on, but also with Kamala Harris as the on the VP ticket, you not being too fond of her. Um, and I just, I read yeah. into that, but also the idea, like, I kind of just want to touch on it real quick if we can of before course. we get out, because Kamala right. Harris, of course, was added to the ticket, mm-hmm. um, and Joe Biden has been pandering to mm-hmm. the black vote, and now as a black woman in that chair, mm-hmm. we do want to see her fight for us. However, there's mm-hmm. been a lot of things that she's done that says against it. So mm-hmm. I want to know what are your findings and what can you educate our listeners about how she may not be pro-sex work or what what, what well, goes let's against keep in sex mind. workers. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I'm very sensitive about like steering anybody that listens to the show to the other side oh, yeah, no. or risking their vote. And I'm not saying you're doing that. Okay. I just want to keep in mind, please vote. Please do not hold your vote. Please do not protest your vote. Literally, we have the worst person that could ever, on a global yeah. standpoint, be in office. And whereas Kamala, much like Trump or Pence, may not be for these things, 
we should have this conversation, but do not hold that motherfucking vote. I love The Breakfast Club. I love all of these black outlets that are educating people. I am absolutely not a fan of holding your vote. I don't care about anything that people are talking about, like, oh, we got to do this, T.I. included. I think it is the most irresponsible thing black people can do right now. I'm sorry, but I agree. we should vote for party. I'm, I mean, I don't know if you have, but... I know we've talked about food stamps and things that we've used. These are things that are in our favor from the Democratic Party. Please understand she could be a bitch, but she's going to be a better bitch than that nigga we got. Okay, go ahead. No, I think that's an important note to make because, you know, for the people who are in my community listening, this is a devastating conversation. I think right. you're absolutely correct. And that's a great prefix to have this conversation because it, yeah. for us, it feels it feels like I don't want to vote. And it feels devastating. Yeah, and I think, well, we're, you know, we're for me, fucking choice again. We're pushed, you know, and for me, you know, I'm, a, I'm 24. I'm, I'm a very, I'm a, you know, I'm a young woman in this world. You're going and to be shocked from the way you speak that you're 24. I yeah, cannot I'm, fucking believe that. I'm yeah. not even going to lie to you, bitch. <laughs> Holy um, shit. You know, I don't want to say you look old, but you sound. <laughs> Holy um, shit. I know. So uh, I, I'm 24 years old, and so I remember I just had this realization. I was talking to my therapist, and I go, you Oh, so you world, didn't even get to vote with for Obama, politics, did you? Um, I did. I, I think that was like my first year or something. Okay. I was 18, six years old. Anyway, so okay. basically, just, I don't get distracted. So basically, you know, I was talking to my therapist about this, and, you know, I just was bringing her this devastation. And I go, you know, with my politics and how radical I am, you know, and, and me, you know, and researching Malcolm X and, and reading his li- mm-hmm. reading his fucking Not words like as if I wrote them myself, as if they came out of my head and were put onto paper myself, something written in 1967. And I realized that my journey is not going to be an easy one. It's not going to be one where I just get everything I fucking want politically. Mm -hmm. It's not. like Because my politics are radical. I'm a police abolitionist. You know, I'm a prison abolitionist. I'm all these things. And so I understand that, guess what? Life does come with a lot of compromise. And so when it comes to Kamala, you know, Kumbaya, she's a woman of color, she's black, she's Asian, she's all these things, but she's a fucking cop. And I think I don't fucking trust cops. And I think that as far as the sex working community, in the transgender community, she has put so much irreparable harm into those communities that it's unforgivable. But I also don't like Biden either, right? So at what point I have to take my, per- my myself out of it, and it's hard to because my activism is myself because it's okay to have a self-interest in activism right. and have a self-interest in certain political outcomes, duh. But as far as Kamala goes, you know, one thing I will just reiterate is that when she's speaking about decriminalization of sex work, she's not speaking about it in the way that we as sex workers are speaking about it. She's What's speaking about the Nordic model. Okay. And so the Nordic model is a model that is an in-demand model, mm-hmm. um, which is a which is ending the demand and prosecuting the clients. But we as activists know that if you prosecute hmm. any element of the cycle of trading sex, that you mm. prosecute it all. And there's no there's no scenario where you, a sex worker, coming in interaction with police means no brutality, no harassment, no etc. Yeah. We know that it does. And so there's no there's no way that you can prosecute the cli- um prosecute the clients um and attack them and also just take away the actual income of these sex workers without hurting sex workers. And so I think that's just important to understand and like, really listen to what people are saying and how right. they're saying it um, because they may not be speaking about it the same way you're talking about it. And so when it comes to Kamala like I mean great everyone has all these high hopes for oh well if we just push her if we just push her like kumbaya you know I'm waiting for AOC that's who I'm waiting for. I was like, just, I, I I was going to get there. I was going to get there. When we we get the office back blue... I feel like AOC is it's our saving grace. Yeah. She's the most Bernie person that we can get. She's like I was t- so wet for Bernie. Like it's a bit much. Bitch. Oh I was God. like, I love you. You were wet for Bernie. Oh, Bernie is so. And a lot of I people are issue, very probably. like 
con- they think he's very controversial as far as his socialistic aspects for like healthcare and shit like that. Even if he couldn't make free healthcare happen in four years, I know he was going to start that trajectory. Oh my god! And I yes. had so much faith in this person, and it breaks my heart that politics are so ridden yeah. with like favors because yeah. they fucked him over with that Hillary vote. I'm they sorry. Did. I went yeah. to fuck. I didn't even live in New York at the time. I watched that motherfucker and I never even at Obama's rally. I was only 17 and I have never seen anybody in my life have that many people come out be so like enamored by this man yeah. to vote for him. And I do not believe Hillary won that fucking vote over him. They fucked him over whatever they did. Some Russia shit. I, I don't know. Fake <laughs> news. Some ballot shit. No I'm sure Florida had a hand in it and fuck yeah. shit up. Hell yeah. Florida stay fucking shit up. But who knows? You know, we do have some good Dems yeah. on our side who are super liberal. I don't even know if AOC would even call herself a Democrat if she didn't had to to get right. it. I really don't believe she. I think she just got to say it so she can be right there. I, I still can't believe we ain't, got, we ain't moved into a place where a Green Party has become like it's one third like where an idea of another party can come in and, and take in because there are still so many things with the Democrat, the Democratic Party that is aged as well. The well, same with the Republican. It's, I mean, they're very liberal, liberal. But the idea that we haven't had that Green Party come in and it literally be maybe a three-way race mm-hmm. instead of it literally being one or the other. There's something called a single you know? transferable vote. And uh, if you guys want to look it up on YouTube, you heard it before? Did you just look it up? No, I had, oh, it, I had, I the, like... I had the YouTube link right here. Oh, okay. um, oh, it's uh, it's on, I'm trying to tell you guys who it's by. It's only 11 minutes, but I want you guys to watch this YouTube, um, mm-hmm. Politics in the Animal Kingdom, Single Transferable mm, Vote. Right. And basically it tells Kingdom. you how there's other... You know, that's where we at. Huh? The jungle. We are bitch. in the animal oh, we kingdom. Are? No, but really, that's we really basically it tells you that's like real. you can have a second choice, and if we could have that, we would be able to start electing green parties. A lot yeah, of people I, like Elizabeth Warren. You know what I mean? Like someone like her could have been around. So I'm just really hoping that the world changes. And I really only have faith in AOC. The world, the world about E, y'all. This pandemic's still here, and you know why? Vote, bitch. You know why? You know why? You know why the pandemic's still here? Atlanta. That's just the answer. Motherfucking exactly. Atlanta. My that's husband, just the answer. My husband, Donald Trump, will end pandemic. And everybody in Atlanta who go to clubs, smoke hookah, please stop because it's no good for country. That's her. Um, that was really good. Ivania. Thank you very much. This black woman here, she talk about the sex. I used to do the sex. <laughs> And now I don't because I have husband and he is give me citizen. Okay. <laughs> I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 
Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo play um i guess um but yeah. we will go ahead and and get out of here i guess well before we go out normally we end either with home mail or whole confession i wanted to know if you had a whole confession or <laughs> if you didn't have a whole confession if you could share the craziest well, we story we'll that you have mouth. yeah it's definitely not with your mouth okay so either the craziest <sighs> sex confession or the craziest thing you've come into contact or heard of through sex and tech Okay, so like I just like want to talk to the, the girls real quick. Yes, I was, girl. I was listening to the city talk girls. The I was girls. listening to y'all, and everyone's like, "What do we do to get a guy to fly us out?" And what do we do? Like, how do I basically ask for respect? And I'm just like, "Why are y'all so afraid to ask for what you want? Like, Say what do you okay. have to lose by someone telling you no?" So this isn't the read, but we'll we'll this allow you to read not, it right this now. This is not the read at all. But <laughs> I, I just was, lines, it was on my brain. They're embarrassed because okay. it's a whole the, confession. It's a whole confession tied into it. Thought leader moment and let's, you know let's I just have to let's do it let's go let's go so my my favorite I've been flown out for first dates I've been flown across the world for first dates I've been flown to Dubai I've been flown to Hong Kong Tokyo Korea um well, Paris fucking All right, everywhere just, I was okay? Ubered to a taco spot <laughs> <laughs> okay and I just think y'all just have to be fearless when you're gonna ask a question and you think oh my god I'm gonna fall off this cliff just jump just jump and do it and don't yeah. be afraid don't be afraid to be with a man who looks a little bit strange to everybody else but you know he's your little cutie don't be afraid to be with a short man don't be afraid you know what i mean like yes. it's so many more bags to secure than silly ego shit like get the bag that is life baby that's my i advice. know that's right and here's the thing the i'm gonna add life. to that literally when it comes to either getting flown out getting a bill paid getting Flute whatever flew out my bad flew out <laughs> in any as even as as far as asking for something in bed, literally, this is how I trained myself to just ask all these niggas for the most extravagant fucking shit in my bills and everything else. Train yourself. Come on, ladies. This is what you do. Close your eyes. You ready? Okay. And you need to repeat. The worst thing that can happen is he says no. The, the worst, worst thing, thing he happened, he, he say no, no, but. No, 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 but. Literally. <laughs> be, and now, now say it now. Ladies, close your eyes. <laughs> you are okay with hearing no. You, you are, are okay, okay with, with hearing, hearing no. no. Like, you have to accept the word no. We love and use no as power. Exactly, for us in the bedroom, yeah. for us to tell us what we want and don't want from men. And so if we can find a way to just be okay with slight rejection or no, or then leading into negotiation after, well, if I can't get this, can I get this? Bartering. Use your scale. Literally, skills. you if know what I mean? If y'all work just... in a retail store, you've already done <laughs> it. AOC said she got her negotiation skills from, from the bar. a bartender. <laughs> bartender. Sex workers are Hello. all around you using these dynamics all around you. Have you guys so watched just... Selling Sunset on Netflix yet? <gasps> I was recommended. People tell me it's like It's like million dollar listing, Because they still right? don't have material and boy, do I have it. So, it's this show where it's like in LA or whatever. It's like the oh biggest, my god here we go with um, the accent like hollywood yeah, I'd be like dying. I'd be dying. um you know like they sell like the most money it's like a quarter billion in rev a year or whatever so anyway they have an israeli girl who gets on there and you have to see the shit that she has to go through i'm sure just to sell a fucking house right shit, and it just made me think about it because of bar attending mm -hmm. this woman is selling a 25 million dollar home and she's like showing him the pool how it wraps around the house and he's like oh 
well, I want to see you in it. And she's like, okay. And <laughs> right. Go into, I mean, and she even made a comment. It, it, it really made me uncomfortable as he kept going. It's the first episode, y'all. I, I just started watching it. And she goes, I have to play this game to do my job. I have a husband. Yeah. I'm pregnant. I have to play this game to do my job, to get this done. I'm used to it. She didn't even, like, she had to brush it off and, like, was almost like a shield. She didn't even see it. And he's, she's like, okay, we can go and discuss. And he's like, well, I want to discuss it over drinks. We can discuss it over lunch. Like, how many times do you have to skip around? Right. I counted six times within a two-minute scene watching this guy just keep going. And it's disgusting. But as persistent as men are, women, you need to be just as persistent. And if a guy is constantly telling you no, the next one will. Just know the next one will. So and there's a lot of bags to secure, and I'm not going to get into look, that right now. But there's you know emotional, I mean? financial, social. There's so many different ways that you can benefit from relationships Say than it. just getting cash money and just getting a flight. Like, and but that also requires you to know who you are. And so I think the biggest issue these people have who keep getting no's is because you don't even know what you need. You don't even know what you need. You don't even Say know what you're asking that. for. So how are you going to get what you want if you don't even know what you're asking for? And I, I think, think it that also is has to not be like with a don't send like the emoji and be cutesy about it. Yeah, know what you want. Right. If you tell him, you know. Anyway, let me not because you know, we're so, limited on time. So, so SX Noir, can you let our listeners know where they can find you, where mm-hmm. they can read? By the way, guys, when she gives you her Instagram, when you go there, click her link tree because you can see so much. I literally feel like I did a research project on you last night. Oh. So I've loved just reading all of the things that you are a part of mm. um, your missions what everything means your marches like all of it so go ahead and, and Aww, share with share with the- I'm so happy to be here thank y'all for having me on oh, horrible decision yes because you left ah! after uh, you left after that panel we did right oh I was pissed because some dude was debating between like oh what, what if she really wants it or something or he, yeah, someone, some, some white dude made some white really asinine comment awful I was like, I'm comment out Not and the you were out you fuck but huh? bitch, but bitch <laughs> You should have. You should have stayed because it I'm turned serious. into no, bitch. Not the ones I fucked. I'm, I'm really glad to have a black girl here that fucks white guys too. Because <laughs> not that my man is white, but like they be some good ones, yo. And they know they privilege. And shout out to my white friends because they be knowing and they do not do black sense. And I fuck with them hard. Not like that Caucasian kind of Anushka that you guys will hear about on Ashley's episode. But seriously, like the ones that I find, you gotta vet your white dude, bro. I know how to screen. All right, well, but, I ain't about this conversation. You know, that one white man who's no good is my husband. He okay. is he, also a person of color, of orange, orange color. Orange for sure. So if you like this color, you can vote for him. So go ahead, let the people know where they can find you, ma'am. That is too good. So um, I'm SX Noir, um, and I am the thought leader of sex technology. Um, I'm also the vice president of the Women of Sex Technology. We will be opening up membership in the fall. So if you love sex and tech, come and join us. And bitch, the fall um, is coming. Yes, the fall is coming. <laughs> Uh, and we are also raising funds. So if you're an investor or an angel investor, a VC fund, Women of Sex Tech, we are raising our first round. So angel investor. You. That's from uh, what's the, that. what's the, what was the show on Netflix with Jason Bateman? Ozark. Ozark. That's it. Oh. I'm an angel um, investor. And then I also it. I have a podcast too that's coming okay. out with new episodes called Good Pussy, Good Politics. Great um, And it is called Thought Leader Pod. You know with GPP? Yeah, you know. <laughs> yes. Ah. Thought Leader Pod. Check that out because I love y'all and I am the host and I bring on different thought leaders every week. Y'all will obviously have to come on. Exactly. Um, we OG thought leaders. And um, I am also the, the lead of Black Sex Worker Liberation. So go ahead and follow us on Twitter, Black SW March. Um, 
um, and blacksexworkerliberation.com. We are actively accepting donations to keep up the movement for black sex worker rights. And yeah, I think that's yes, it. And you all know? of this will be, be in the thoughtful. description yes. of the episode. Be thoughtful. As you guys know, we enjoy you guys for those of you who listen to us on your streaming platforms, but also here on YouTube. Um, shout out to Benson. Benson been rocking with us, doing what he do. He, he has, does our clips you know, and he stuff. He has the lighting or whatever, and it's like, I love it. Because you like, know, when I'm works out. homes on Sunset. Here you go with the bullshit. <laughs> um, but also, guys, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. If you are all caught up with Horrible Decisions, we are over on Patreon. So that's patreon.com backslash Horrible Decisions. You do have to type it all out because it's 18 plus content. Um, and we have three bonus episodes every month over there. Um, also, if you are all caught up, go ahead on over to Period Sis. Um, it is my solo pod where I am doing tales of womanhood. Um, and literally it's everything from PCOS to breastfeeding to sexual assault to loving yourself to codependency. Um, and so check that out. And we're going to leave you guys with a five minute bonus clip. Thank you, SX Noir, for motherfucking joining us. Thank you so and much. Guys, this has been yet another episode of Horrible Decisions. So anyway, Old Bay is a fucking sweetheart. He was like, I'm going to take care of the rest for you, right? I was like, yeah, goddamn right you will. So he says, figure out what they offered and we'll do the rest. So I'm like, all right, maybe it's 580. No, it was not. These motherfuckers did over market value. Of course they did. So then I said, let me do my plea. Let me do my, my best. They are also Jewish. I knew from the last name. I call them. I'm like, listen, Moisha. <laughs> I need you to look, you know, I want to keep this heirloom in the family. Okay. I'm not going to rent it out. That's a goddamn wait, lie. Wait, 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 wait. You want to keep the what in the family? The heirloom, bitch. I'm Ain't, kinda... No, isn't that motherfucking a mushroom? What? Air, oh, like an heirloom. It's a tomato. What you mean you want to keep the heirloom in the family? Heirloom is a motherfucking tomato, bitch. I, I'm going to leave. <laughs> Wait, I, uh, no. nope, it is, it is, no, y'all ain't gonna do this. Heirloom need, tomatoes, like, I know how to spell it and everything. I need, I need what someone is, to help. There's a girl who's covering her face, Noemi, and we need to unmute her. Someone <laughs> needs to help me, because I can't do this on my own. No. I don't have the capacity today. Um, but wait, the way you say an heirloom. Please don't talk to I, me. No, 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 I, I wouldn't, no, I, no, because. That's the, the way time. I said it, Mandy. Bitch, if you, you said heirloom, heirloom tomato. I know how to spell it and everything because I just went to the motherfucking grocery store and I watched Food Network. Uh, Noemi, can you help us, please? It is H-E-I-R-L-O-O-A. I had to mute her. Noemi, please, please, please help us. It's something that's passed down from generation to generation within your family. Thank you. And Okay, let me unmute Mandy. Wow. So me and my tomato apartment. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, I really thought I was about to get you on that. This is I the most I I never shit I have ever seen on this show. I never not heard heirloom talk about anything but tomatoes. <laughs> all right, carry okay. on. My bad. So I said I wanted all that to pass down from generation to generation, right? And he says to me. Okay, so you guys know my real name now because I mentioned it. Um, someone said Mandy ain't wrong. She's just not right either. <laughs> I was about to say that. Oh, Crystal, shut your ass up. All right, okay. finish. I'm sorry. So, finish, Weezy. Finish. So basically, you guys know my name is Gila because I brought it up when I did the Black Lives Matter donations. So Gila is a very Jewish name. 
And he's on the phone with me and he goes, Gila, Gila, listen to me. I hear you. I'm with you. I want to keep our people, you know, flourishing too. But you know, from one to another, money's got it. Through and through, money's going to win this one. And basically was like, bitch, fuck you and our Jewish ancestry. And he wasn't on some Jewish Lives Matter shit. And he basically took the uh, higher offer. And you know, I was kind of mad because my man gave me the 25 to fucking put on my shit. So I was a little, you know, like, wow, now you got to have it back. Uh, anyway. I would have I kept that bitch. Nah, he was, it was like escrow. That would have went, went towards the next bidding war. Oh, we're going to watch the fake bidding war. I'm about to do Henny. I'm about to be like, wow, they're doing it again. But this time it's 50. <laughs> Y'all ain't shit. But, um, you know, okay. it, it, it was rough. And uh, anyway, I'm pissed off. But you know what? Obviously, it's not the one for me, even though it was a two-bedroom, 750 square foot with four closets in the Lower East Side with an elevator. Maybe it wasn't for me. I can't believe it. Also, just want to say, uh, you know, maybe in the wintertime, people will be desperate to get out and I can gentrify a white neighborhood. Maybe. Okay, I ain't mad. By the way, I reclaimed the host position, bitch. Um, but okay. well, as an uh, heirloom, it's yours, huh? I, I ain't gonna hold you. Like I never had heard that outside of the cooking channel. So I really thought I was about to get you, but it's cool. It's cool. Fuck y'all. Um, all of y'all who were laughing at me as well. Um, so I have not yet gotten into um the real estate aspect of things i know you've been talking about a lot with like mortgage brokers and loans and interest rates and um i'm actually just starting now the process on this truck um but outside of that i guess i'll update you too um the subscription box that i am doing guys is underway it will be launching this month i finalized all of my products um for that it's just exciting to have had this time, I guess. Give as a price. Well. Uh, yes and no, because I'm waiting right now, depending on, and this is me being very transparent with y'all with my business now, but um, because of what's been going on with the USPS, I'm oh, yeah. trying to figure out if I want to go through UPS or FedEx and kind of looking at the different shipping price options. Is it before- FedEx cheaper? No, USPS is the cheapest. No, no, Once no, you- FedEx between UPS. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.
Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.